0: everyone happy that was a really chilled hello wasn't it hello everyone i was like i'm so happy to be here talking to you today which is true i am i'm so happy that i'm sat down filming a podcast i'm feeling a little bit worse for wear if you can't tell by my voice hopefully it's not that annoying um i don't know why ever since we've moved into this new house not because it's haunted but like the day we moved in i remember thinking okay i'm a bit ill now because i was ill a few days before and i've just like not got better like i've not got worse but like I'm still just very sniffly and like, to be honest, just, just sniffly is the only thing. <laughs> but we are here, <clears throat> see, we are here on this fine, I don't even what even, I do of course know what day it is, it's Wednesday, obviously it's Sunday for you, happy Sunday, I hope you've had a really good week, or it could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for you, it could be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, felt like the Black Eyed Peas then, I've got a hot coffee guys. Oh. That was the first sip of it. Oh, that's so good. Um, Today's episode is, of course, we are six weeks on a how to make life your bitch episode. How to make life your bitch, not life's. How to make life your bitch. <clears throat> Which, if you're new here, is essentially like an open advice kind of session. I wanted to add a podcast in every once in a while that was just like, let's open up the floor. All right, let's air out our worries and let's have a more generic episode, if you will. Oh my god, this coffee is so good. Guys, I've literally turned into a hot coffee lover. I mean, that's probably going to change. That's probably already changed when you're listening to this. Because when you're listening to this... I'm in fucking Australia. Are you fucking joking, mate? I'm in bloody Oz. Guys, when I'm filming this right now, it's Wednesday. <clears throat> oh my god, I say that. We go, we go in one, two, three, four... Basically like four days for five days so it's Wednesday we got Monday but we don't actually land until Wednesday morning but this is probably old news by now because you've w- probably watched the vlog and everything but yeah so how to make life your bitch episode but of course first what are we bloody grateful for um it is so fucking sunny today right like so sunny um I've had to put up it's actually a moshino <laughs> towel I got gifted which is just Insane. Moschino was the first designer thing I ever ever wanted to own. I did so many different uh, I studied them for my whole pretty much A-level and did I do them in GCSE? Maybe not. Maybe just A-level but for like two years Moschino were the biggest inspo in all of my work um, And then my mum bought me a jumper for my 18th? 17th? My 18th birthday, I think That could be a lie. I think it was my 18th Um And now here I am, just hanging up a gifted towel of theirs. Life is funny, isn't it? Like when you really deep it, life is weird. I mean, that experience is probably very, very niche. (laughs) Um, But I'm sure we can all think of full circle moments in our life like that. But I'm not grateful for the towel. I am, but that wasn't my point. I've had to use the towel to hang up in these big windows that I film in because the sun was just in my face and it was too much. I'm also waiting for a washing machine delivery for my house so hopefully i don't have to leave this podcast hopefully they come afterwards but yeah it's super sunny which is so nice because guys tonight tonight you can't even guess it well you probably could guess it i'm going to a stinking fucking red carpet i don't know why i do the accents um i'm going to a red carpet are you joking i mean i don't think it's like cameras flashing snap snap celebs premiere red carpet But Netflix fucking invited me. What? What? Guys, I can't even tell you, like, how well work is going at the moment. Like, it's actually a bit of a fever dream. Um, But yeah, I'm going to a red carpet. So I'm very glad that it's nice and sunny because I'm going with Tia. I've invited Tia. um, And we're both going to go. We're going to meet. We're just going to go to London for the day. This is, like, part five of me and Tia only meeting when we're doing something fun. Like, We've, I've never ever seen her if we're not doing something extravagant. So this is like the fifth time I think we've worked out that we've ever seen each other. Um, and we're going to a red carpet, which, what's the fuck? So yeah, we're both very glad. Well, I don't think she's clocked that it's sunny because I've doubt in Manchester it's very sunny, but obviously I'm really close to London down south. Um, because we both have very not warm outfits not like skimpy but like she's doing trainers and like a waistcoat and then a little denim jacket and i've got like a little denim jacket and a midi dress well not denim jacket it's like a bikery jacket but yeah that's good uh we've been fretting about like can we bring a jumper can we bring a tote bag like what's weird will there be pictures because we're obviously both going to get last train home which means we both get in like 12 a.m i do not want to be on a train at 12 a.m with like a biker jacket on like give me my jumper and a scarf and a blanket so i think i actually am going to bring a scarf and a jumper in a bag because i also i'm not the comfiest walking around london i mean i would be walking around london i think i'll probably get in an uber i don't think i'll get the tube at like 11 just because i'd rather not you know i'd rather not and it's a wednesday so i don't think ubers would be that expensive so yeah i'm probably hopping an uber but i just don't want to be walking around london looking i don't know You know, just girly things, quite literally just girly things. Anyway, so I'm so freaking grateful that that's happening tonight. Like, that is just bizarre. Netflix inviting me to something anyway is weird. (laughs) But then it's a new Elmer Holmes film, which is not new now by the time you're watching this or listening to this. God, I really am quite sniffly. I hope I don't get ill tonight. Anyway, what else am I grateful for by the time you're listening to this, guys? let me just let me look at the date this podcast is going live because let's do like what i did last time and do some oh no not yet not yet i'm going fucking skydiving in australia i'm gonna jump out of a plane like what i'm so excited um i'm just really grateful for that i feel like there's a lot going on in my life right now that's just very worthy of being grateful for like i just feel super good today I've woke up, I've got my podcast film, the sun is shining, I'm going to a red carpet, my brother is getting married this weekend, which I am just ecstatic for, and then I fly off to Australia, like there's not much else in this world with my boyfriend, for six weeks, there's not much else, which is also with work, what? Cut the cameras, like I just, do I need to go on? No. Sorry if you can hear my really ugly sipping noises. Um. So yeah, I didn't even know what my three things were then, but I'm just feeling good. My new manager is literally sent down from the heavens above. I'm gonna go meet them all tonight, which I'm so excited about. Like meet more um, talent and meet more people that work for sixteen than just. I just yeah, life is crazy. So should we do some? Should we do three loves before we get into it? Because I've not done this in a while, even in my own personal life. Three things I love about myself today are gonna be okay this doesn't really count but I wear this ring well I always 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 for five years wore this ring as soon as my nan died it was hers and it had always fit my middle finger like weirdly perfectly and it was just gorgeous and I wore it every single day for five years and I never ever 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 took it off and then one day one of the diamonds actually came out um so we had to go and get it replaced which was like the first time I ever took it off and then since I got it back, like I wore it, I did wear it, wear it for like another year. Then I think, and then I've just not really worn it since. Like since I went to uni and started wearing like fashion jewellery and like putting on rings, I stopped wearing it. But I've put it back on, and I'm gonna wear it to Australia. And I just really like the way it makes my hand look, and I just think it's really beautiful. So I guess that's one thing I love about me today. My hands are looking suave. Um, I'm very very pasty, which is not. Which is not something I love about myself, but oh anyway. well, I feel like I'm just telling you good things that I got you to said We're gonna manifest that I'm gonna love my brows tomorrow because I'm getting my eyebrows and my eyelashes lifted Let's pray to the heavens above that they're good because if not my brother's literally getting married These are photos that are gonna be in our family for a lifetime, and if I have bad eyebrows that is not funny That's not okay so let's manifest that I love my eyebrows okay come on Megan be sensible okay guys (laughs) the washing machine has arrived so we can in fact chill out now and my mum is also home so no more responsibilities for me should we get on with some questions because I don't know what I love about myself today there's nothing that screams I am really enjoying my hair at the moment um, and my skin as always I feel like recently I cut all my nails down yesterday and they look super cute I love my dress I'm wearing for my brother's wedding I feel like a fucking princess in it so, yeah, is there nothing or is there a lot of things so nothing stands out? Hey, isn't that a fun perception? What's that word? Perception it is, isn't it? No, perspective. Perspective. <laughs> What's perception mean? Perception's the same, right? Perception's how you see something. Perspective. What's the difference between what are the two words I'm saying? Perspective and perception. Gonna have to google that afterwards. Anyway, let's get on. Setting boundaries with your parents after moving back home from uni. I feel like everyone my age, or plus minus a year, actually not minus, but plus and plus a few years, all know how this is. Everyone who has just graduated, or even when you come back home for like Christmas, Easter, summer. Summer's a big one for no matter what stage in uni you're at. Because it is very weird and it is very different because you go from... I love my independence right I want to go food shopping and do my own meal plan and cook my own meals etc etc which yeah obviously you can do at home but I kind of feel like to some extent you you can't like you can't just come home and like fend for yourself and just like get on and like not think about anyone else like if I'm gonna go and like do my meal prep and cook meal for myself like I may as well cook it for everyone like the other day I really wanted lasagna so I was like I'll just cook dinner I'll make the lasagna which was fine it was good I liked that but I don't know there's something about especially I feel like I say this a lot so apologies and I'm aware it's a niche niche situation but I also feel like it goes for saying if you don't have a job especially when I work from home like I'm not leaving so I'm not even really like going into the office and like having my lunch alone or like having my lunch with my friends or like going out and buying a meal deal for my lunch like I'm I'm in the kitchen again I'm cooking like I don't know. Like, it just feels like there's people in your space when you work from home and you're not used to people really being there. Because at uni, the girls would be out. Like, Lou would be at work, Gabby, but Gabby was like a uni through and through. Like, she would go to uni like every single day. And like, Lou would be at work. And then, if not, we'd all go to uni. Like, if I was at home working in the house, normally it would kind of just be me, or it'd feel like it would be me because everyone else would be working in their room anyway. Like, there wasn't really people just like chilling in the lounge, watching TV, and like, I don't know like just yeah I get it and especially even like going out with your friends and then being like where are you going who are you going with like sometimes you just don't want to answer and it's just because you're used to like leaving or I don't really go out at home but being like what time are you gonna get in or for me I feel like it's the morning like I like waking up in the morning and like no one being there but there obviously is when you move back to your parents house um setting boundaries I think you have to obviously work out what your boundaries are I think for me mine one is just like if I'm working like my parents know to basically leave me alone during the day essentially which is good enough for me like that's all I really need from them to just be like please but I'm working even if I'm in the house or I've gone out to a cafe whatever like please just kind of like let me work like don't come in and like try and chat to me or be like do you want to go to lunch or like ask me to not ask me to help because obviously we've moved so if I'm working in the day they might need a helping hand which I was more than happy to give but they were like super busy and if i was less busy with work obviously i would have helped more but i was like i can't really help you guys that much because i'm gonna go away in like two weeks like this work needs to get done and if i was going to if i had if i had a normal job right now and we'd moved they wouldn't give me three days off to get settled you know i'd have to move in the evening maybe have one day off like i did and then i go back in the office so i think that obviously just figure out what your boundaries are and like your parents aren't silly like your parents are aware how different it is because like my parents always say like it's different when we come back as well because when I left it was just them two in the house that like it's also different for us you coming home because we're not used to accommodating to like anyone else so it's a change for everyone so I think don't think they're not aware of it and don't think they'll take offense to it like more than likely they've been in your situation even if they didn't go to uni just like moving away from home and then like going back to like mums for the weekend like your nans for the weekend or anything like everyone has experienced or has most likely experienced that like being in your own space and then even if it's visiting for a week like you it, you instantly feel it um so yeah you're definitely probably definitely probably not going to offend them so don't worry about that I think just figure out what your boundaries are is it like and also like they also just want to be involved in your life I was going to say if you don't like going out and them asking you loads of questions like they're only asking because they're trying to make conversation with you and they're trying to be curious and they're trying to like yeah just like be nice but figure out what your boundaries are because there definitely are some um, I think you should have to communicate them or joke about them that's always my go-to if you don't want to commit to communicating. and joke about it, oh I wish you would like leave me alone during the day while I'm trying to work and they'll be like okay got the hint my coffee is literally cold now that's the only thing with hot coffee I feel like when hot coffee goes cold it's shit but when iced coffee is just, like, a little bit less iced, it's, like, still drinkable. Like, when you come to the end of a cold coffee, it's you're still having fun. When it comes to the end of a hot coffee, I'm like, this isn't hot now, so, I'm like, what's the point? I had so many questions like this. Feeling lost and confused in your 20s, feeling like you're behind in life, knowing what to do when you come out of uni. I think there is such beauty in, like, not knowing. Because... Do I think there's beauty in it or does it just not phase me? Like, I couldn't care less where I end up. I don't have more than a, more than a six month plan at the moment. And that, oh my god, guys, I forgot to mention at the beginning of this video, I think I found where I wanna live in Manchester. I have to apply and see if I get accepted, what not, what not. But I think I found where I wanna live. I think I found the flat. I think I'm gonna pay a holding deposit today so they can check me out, see if I earn enough money for them, which I'm hoping I do. I think technically i do but being self-employed i don't know if they if they like that but i don't I, anyway yeah so that's my only plan at the moment come home from australia and like move to manchester for like six months 12 months maybe longer and just see because oh i don't know i feel like life isn't not life isn't supposed to have a plan but if you don't have one like literally don't worry about it as long as you've got some kind of like part-time job and you've got some income coming in and you've got somewhere to live and you've got mates, it's like cool you're not behind like it's like that season in friends they're all supposed to be 24 at the beginning of friends they're all 24 most of you saying this now you've just come out of uni feeling lost and confused in your 20s are I wouldn't gonna guess because of my audience younger than 25 we're all 21 23 21 22 23 kind of age so just compare it to friends you've got a few years before the seasons even start and it's like behind in what behind in whose whose eyes behind in what schedule a schedule you set well just push it forward then or push it back funny are you pushing it forward oh this is like that thing of like that time isn't it if a meeting gets pushed back oh i understand that now if a meeting gets pushed back two hours is it getting pushed back or is it getting pushed back like is it getting pushed back to ten I never understood this I think it's because I don't understand if someone says oh the meeting's moved forward an hour I don't understand how someone sees that as like it moving closer to you oh no it's been moved forward an hour I know I do get that now I never quite understood that I was like if it's getting moved forward an hour, it's gone from 12 to 1, the, the moving's getting pulled forward an hour. I think it's where you say it, isn't it? Pushed forward or pulled forward an hour. The means getting moved forward an hour. I don't know how I'd see that. I think I would see that as in front and it's being pushed back. No I wouldn't. No pushed back is back, is in future and pulled forward is earlier in the time. Anyway, just push your schedule back or push it forward. Who knows? Whatever you want to say. Because um, you made the first one to begin with. So just make a new one. Like, in whose eyes are you behind? In social media's eyes? Well, it's fucked. You're not supposed to have that that much uh, access to that many people's lives. And it's also like, okay, well, well, compare it then. What, there's maybe it's because of me. What, there's a girl your age who has, like, managed to work for herself and is moving to Manchester now. Like, so? I'm sure you've also got a friend that's living with their parents and has no, uh, what's that? Oh my God. Why can I not think of words today and has no intent, has no intention to move for years is going to work her job that she did before uni because she just wants to chill out for a bit. It's like, which one are you seeing as right? Because I actually envy the people that can just like chill a little bit. I don't. I love my life. But like, do you know what I mean? You can always find someone to envy. So just like, don't bother. (laughs) essentially isn't it like okay let's deal with them separately because feeling like you're behind in life is a whole different thing that's you just comparing your life to other people's timescales and like if you lived on someone else's timescale what is meant to happen for you will never happen for you you're not meant to be in that timescale so just like ride the wave and like let it happen you're not behind in life simple as especially if you're like 21 23 like what is what do you think you're behind on like if you're 30 and you still don't have a career and you think oh i might you know am i supposed to have a husband like but we're 20 like you're 20 what like i'm gonna say you're max 24 okay what could you possibly be, be behind on in the age of 24 you thought you'd have a boyfriend by now so that doesn't matter like that's so irrelevant so yeah i mean i get it like when i see people like my brother's 27 and when he's like oh yeah like they broke up with their fiance or like yeah they're still single i do think like Oh God, imagine being 27 and you broke up with your fiancé, like you thought your life was on track, rah, rah, rah. But that's just us, like that's us being like, oh you're 27 and your life's on track because you're engaged, now you've broken up and it's like, oh you're starting from fresh again. But it's like, do you know what I think is hilarious? And I think about this a lot, right? Even me just saying that then, oh you're 27 and you broke up with your fiancé, like oh well, for so bad for you, your life is on track. And like now, now it's not, now you've got to start fresh, like so? that person's probably gonna live until they're at least let's say 70 at least 65 to 80 okay even even if even if it is 65 which is show the argument would be so sad they still have what 40 years 40 years they've only lived 27 which would not make them yeah yeah 40 (laughs) yeah that's 67 that is right maths like 40 years they have nearly they have like two thirds extra wait what am i trying to say like the the amount of time they've got left is like nearly almost double what they've done right so it's like you have so like life is not short life is not short okay let's get that out of our heads because life is very long and life's not short you don't have to get married when you're 27 and do this and do that life's long you could not find your person until 50 and it doesn't matter because i think of this as in like so when we were in Bali which is I feel like what hit the nail on the head for me we were in this Italian restaurant that had just opened and we realised it was like two men who were probably like 45 which is maybe being kind one of them looked younger than the other so I'm going to say an average of 45 and they had just obviously opened this restaurant I thought and they were Italian so they'd obviously moved here and opened this restaurant I thought I bet that's been life goal of theirs for forever but you know what even if it hasn't I was just like look that proves that uh, like maybe they thought about it even say for 10 years at 35 you can go yeah fuck it I'm gonna move to Bali and open a restaurant it's my dream I've always wanted to do it I'm gonna do it or even if you come up with that new dream it's like why do we think we have to be in our dream careers set for life like know what we want to do at the age of like I'm gonna say like 30 like now yeah we feel the pressure to find it but I feel like for most people if you were still kind of like in a part time job like working a job you didn't like maybe still single at like 30 you'd think shit but like why? you're gonna live till you're 70 you realise you've still got 40 more years to... Figure out and find and do what you want to do. Just because you did it at fifty five instead of twenty, doesn't mean it was any better. It doesn't mean you never did it. Like you're still going to finish your life and have done that thing. Say you want to write a book, and you're thinking, I have no idea how I'm going to write a book now. Right, I'm twenty two. I've just finished my English lit degree. Let's say, um and I really want to write a book. I don't know how to go about it. I'm never going to do it. If I'm really lost. If I'm really behind. I know it's my life goal. And then you feel disheartened because you don't do it when you're 30. Doing it when you're 55 is still going to give you that same amount of satisfaction, if not more, because, like, you've worked on it for that long. Like, you're not going to feel more proud of yourself if you do it now or if you do it then. There is no... You're the only one setting this timeline for yourself. And I just think that's so funny because I think about it a lot. Like, for example, I've definitely spoke about this in a podcast before. For example, when I hit 100k on YouTube, a huge milestone, huge life goal of mine forever. Like, it's still something I think about. And that moment when I hit it, it was, like, the best moment of my life. I hit it in December. I was adamant that I was going to hit it in like July. I'd bought myself a present and everything. Then I was like, okay, August. Then I was like, September. Then I was thinking, fuck. Like this still hasn't happened. October, November. Like it happened six months later. I was still fucking over the moon. Still cried my eyes out. Still was so happy. It didn't make. I know that's only a short time frame, but it still didn't make any difference that I didn't hit it in summer when I thought I would have. Like I still did it. It. As soon as you do it, it doesn't matter. The when doesn't matter. Which is I think what I'm trying to say, you've got, you can find your dream person at 40. You still find your dream person. You st- your, your lifelong dream of getting married is still going to happen. Just maybe not at the age you thought it was, but who cares what age it happens? Because it really, if you think about it, it really doesn't actually make a difference. Like, yeah, maybe you get to spend longer with that person, but like, also maybe you weren't supposed to. Maybe that person wasn't ready. Maybe that person that you're supposed to end up with is actually currently married And they need to go through that to be able to find you and be able to be a better person for you like just relax and life is gonna happen and the age and the time in which things happen actually are stupidly irrelevant like it doesn't matter feeling lost and confused in your 20s you know you're like supposed to right (laughs) like you know that's totally okay and almost embrace feeling lost Try try new things, try new hobbies, like Tia put on a private story the day, exposing Tia's private story last night, how she was like, I'm going to get back into dancing, I'm going to go back to acting classes, like, I'm going to give myself some stuff to look forward to and some stuff to work on, probably because she's feeling very lost with, like, what to do, like, we have these conversations a lot about, like, social media and stuff, and it's a job that you really, really hyper-focus on, um, And she was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to dance. I'm going to go back to acting classes in the meantime. Like, give myself something else to focus on. Like, you're supposed to feel lost so you can try all these different avenues and you can figure life out for yourself. Twenties are your time to feel lost to confused and experiment so that you can set yourself up or so that you can be lost and confused forever because at the end of the day. So like I always say, like, as long as you have food, water, shelter, like roof over your head, money to survive, like you're good as long as you have your basic needs you can find a way to be happy within that and embrace being lost and confused and find comfort in being lost and confused like i i wouldn't even say me not having a 12 months plan i feel lost or confused like i don't i'm like i'm just gonna ride the wave and i feel like that's because i'm in a job where i kind of have to ride the wave i can't really i can make 12 month goals where i would like to be but also like I quite like taking it as it comes. Like, what am I going to do next month? Okay, okay, then I'll move to Manchester. Okay, and then I'm going to do this, and then then I couldn't tell you anything I'm going to do with my life past like I don't know January even. Like, I don't know. I don't have big plans. I'm just going to go with it and see what this job allows me to do. And and I'm saying I'm in a, maybe a privileged and a different position there, but is that not the same as like getting a even a shitty job and like riding it out and seeing what happens and seeing who you meet in the meantime and whatever like that's essentially what i'm doing i just don't think my job's that shitty like i'm just riding it out hoping i might meet good people along the way who can help me do stuff like that like i'm five years into this job almost and i've just found a new management that's like being able to help me in ways i didn't think they would be able to be able to get me money in ways i didn't think they'd be able to guys i had like two months last year where i didn't earn a fucking penny. And I still didn't have a plan, like I still didn't know. I didn't know that this job was ever going to be able to be a full time thing. I just kind of left uni and was like, I'm going to see, okay? because if I don't see, I'm never going to know. When I left uni in May, I had no confidence that this job could be. I had confidence that it could be, but like not in the circumstances that I was in. Because I was hardly making any money, like straight out, like I was not, I was hardly making any money i just saved a lot in lockdown which is why now i'm able to travel because for like two years i was locked in a house when i was making okay money and i didn't have anything to spend it on so i just kept it in my bank account so although yeah it looks like i've had the best, best summer ever like that was just from savings like i had not been not making any money but i was like i'm just gonna see And like this is why going with the flow works and now i'm with a new management that's like been able to get me great money and i was looking up and i'm knowing maybe i can afford to go and live in manchester and, like, I wouldn't have known that if I didn't just embrace being lost and confused and, like, trying it out. I would never have known that it was going to work out because I probably, would have, I probably wouldn't probably would have because I didn't want to. But, like, I could have just gone and got a job that would have guaranteed me the move to Manchester and would have guaranteed me more money. But being lost and confused, I kind of embraced it and it's worked out for the good. And you know what? It might not always work out for the good. I've had times where has absolutely not worked out for the good. But that's the that's life. That's how it works. That's what we do. We have to figure these things out. So embrace it and as long as you have you know basic needs obviously I'm not saying this in a way that embrace it like you'll find a way with no money obviously not you need money you need these things (laughs) but I just think embrace it and try new hobbies and try new things and meet new people and like I think it will all become very clear and you have to not beat yourself up about it. How to stay positive after a breakup. So Me and my two best friends, who are very actually both newly single, my uh, friends Imogen and Gabby, the Barley Babes, we have just filmed the ultimate breakup episode, which I think is actually going up after this episode. And we sit down, they're both like two month newly single from quite long relationships. We sit down, we talk about how they've been feeling, how they did it, like everything about their kind of breakups. Then we answer loads of your guys' questions on opinions from, like, my breakups. Because my breakup in the past is very different to their breakup now. So get excited for that episode. Because everyone's always said, can we have a dedicated breakup episode? And I feel like I've talked about it a lot in these episodes. And I've done Navigating Relationships in Our Twenties. And I've done How to Date Yourself, which I think are very breakup episodes. But we've got the ultimate breakup episode. The the breakup bible coming next week. But my one piece of advice how to stay positive after a breakup I talk about this in the episode and I've talked about this before think about how much you loved that person right this person you've broken up with think about how much you're grieving this person how much you just like want to be with this person and they weren't even your person you've broke up imagine how happy you're gonna feel imagine how in love you're gonna feel when it's the right person like think about the amount of love you gave that person and I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm saying it's a beautiful thing think about how much you loved that person like how like how much capacity of love you had that doesn't even make sense but you know what i mean like think about the abundance of love you just had for this person unconditionally and they weren't even your person like imagine when it's your person imagine how you're grieving the perfect relationship you have with this person imagine how perfect it's going to be when it is your person is that not so exciting like when i kind of had that realization when me and my ex broke up i was like oh my god and suddenly I just like wasn't that sad anymore. I wasn't grieving the relationship and wanting it back. I was like, oh my God, what's the next one going to be like then? And now I'm in the next one and I'm like, oh my God, if only back then I could see. But I didn't have to because I was already imagining. Not that you should always be looking towards the next relationship. I just mean, that's how you turn that emotion positive, I think. Obviously you can look at how you can work on yourself, et etc. et cetera. But I do think a lot of the time within a breakup is the reason it's sad is because we're grieving that relationship and we think we want it back and we think it's our person, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I think. Will I ever be f- fully satisfied with my life? I'm scared I'm not going to do enough and regret it. I think the only way you're gonna be fully satisfied with your life is letting go of that question and like letting go of what a fully satisfied life looks like and being like, I'm not gonna be satisfied if I don't do enough. Like let go of that and just be satisfied with the day to day. Just be satisfied with like satisfies. (laughs) But that's one of them words where as soon as you say it too many times, you just, you sound like an idiot. Be satisfied with like your day to day, with your coffee in the morning, seeing your friends at uni or at work or at school, or just like making sure you're meeting up with them. And you know, your walk to work, your walk on your lunch break, your every meal, like being satisfied by the bare minimum, I think I think the way you become fully satisfied with your life is letting go of the expectation, letting go of the thought that you'll only be satisfied if you have this like extraordinary life. It's like that ending in about time. Um and now I just now I just live every day as if I've deliberately come back to this one life of my extraordinary ordinary life. I think there is extraordinary in ordinary. Like you don't have to have this big extravagant life to be satisfied no matter how much you might see it and I feel like I'm obviously an advocate for that at the moment because I've been doing a lot of traveling but I still have fun in like these times in between where my life is more ordinary if you will like obviously these extraordinary experiences are amazing and being able to experience these things are incredible but you don't have to be doing all the time and you don't have to do them to be satisfied with your life and I think actually the key is happy people are able to be satisfied with the ordinary and won't regret like not doing enough I think that's how you become happy not by doing these like extraordinary things and making sure that you're doing enough because then you'll always be thinking was that enough was that enough do I need to put the next holiday like my dad always says, like it's it's so important to always have something to look forward to and as much as I kind of agree with that I don't so i think if you always have something to look forward to you're never ever ever in the here and now and that's the kind of dilemma i've had the last few months where i've been like home for a month away for a month home for a month away from a month i know gorgeous problem to have but i'm like because i always have this like extraordinary super exciting thing to be looking forward to that's just around the corner i'm like rushing through the month that i'm at, that I'm at home to prep for it and just thinking just do this because in a month you'll be there like don't go out just do this because in a month you'll be there and it'll all be worth it but actually i'd probably be more happy if i could just like enjoy it all equally and enjoy my life equally no matter where i am and just taking these good experiences for what they are so i think you'll never be fully satisfied with your life if you keep asking yourself will i ever and don't start acting Almost acting satisfied, it's being grateful isn't it, I think you'll only be satisfied with your life if you're grateful for the small things in it if you're constantly waiting to do enough and to do these crazy things, you're never ever going to be satisfied, you need to be grateful for the here and now, and that's how you're satisfied, and let go of expectation, I think expectation is the thief of joy, like Even for Bali, I tried to not have these big expectations because obviously I knew we were going to have a great time, you know, with my two best friends in fucking Bali for a month. Like, it couldn't have not been amazing. But I just didn't want to have these expectations that, like, we wouldn't argue. I mean, we didn't argue, but, like, that we wouldn't argue that everything would go smoothly, that one of the Airbnbs might be a bit shit. Like, I didn't want to have this expectation that, like, every day would be incredible because then if it wasn't, you would be sad. So I think you're only satisfied if you are just grateful for their little things and don't have a big big expectation for life because if you have an expectation, you're bound to be disappointed, aren't you? Okay, one dilemma that was anonymous and then we're going to end this. I'm trying to make friends at uni, so I don't want to say something and mess up. I act myself and won't think anything at the time, but when I've left the situation, I feel so guilty about things I might have said and done that they could have taken personally, even though I didn't mean it like that. Basically, how do I stop overthinking and feeling guilty about what I say? because other people probably aren't even thinking twice about it. You've just said it there. Other people definitely aren't even thinking twice about it. And I don't know if this is good advice to give. So apologies if it's not, don't cancel me. But in all honesty, this is what what I would think if I'm overthinking something. If I say, say I've said something that I think might have offended someone, or I think my sarcasm was a little bit too brutal, or I keep uh, keep thinking about that time I interrupted someone by accident or didn't answer their question or something. <laughs> Again, counsel me if this is good, isn't good advice. But let us it's time for some realistic advice, isn't it? Okay. No, don't compare yourself to people and don't try and point out the bad in people at all. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But what you can do is think about a time you're beating yourself up for. So say you interrupted someone because I, this is always mine. I cannot... I'm so bad at having group conversations. It's like something I'm really trying to work on. I can't even really have that good conversations one-on-one with someone because this is again why I think I have ADHD. I just constantly try and finish that person's sentence because I think I just get a bit bored if someone's talking for too long or like that's how I have to keep myself engaged by like guessing what they're gonna say and just like keeping myself involved in the conversation. And if I, I almost, I'm not, I am listening but I'm always just like waiting my turn to speak um and if i a thought comes to my mind i don't even think i just like blurt it out so interrupted people in conversation is something that haunts me and something i'm trying to get better at because as soon as i realize i've done it i'm like fuck's sake you've done it again i really beat myself up about it and then so i'll think back to that conversation and almost try and find a time where they've done it to me and i'm like look it's okay like that is how people have conversations that's okay it's normal like they've done it to you and they're probably not even thinking twice about it but also like look they did it to you and you didn't think anything of them you just like either found it funny or like whatever i'm just trying to say like anything that you've done to someone almost try and think of a time someone might have done it to you not to resent them for quite the opposite and see how your reaction was nothing how you probably didn't even think twice about it, how someone, how someone's sarcasm was a bit too brutal and you just kind of went, how, ah, oh, ha, ha, and you didn't take offence to it because you'd be like, oh, they're just trying to joke, but that was a bit whatever. Like, people are never thinking as deeply as you are. So I'm trying to say, find an example of a time you think people might have overthought something and how you didn't. I have no idea if that's making sense. Hopefully it is. Does that make do I need to I have this also have this really bad habit of over explaining everything I do like what I just explained that six times and I was going to go and explain it again. But yeah find an example of a time you think someone might have been annoyed at you and like kind of flip it basically and see that your reaction to the situation wasn't bad. So why would theirs be I guess um, and you hit the nail on the head there like just be yourself and don't overthink it and if you catch yourself overthinking by now there should be a post on the instagram about um how to stop overthinking your life go and listen to my self-aware episode the only thing you're doing there is judgment you're scared they're judging you because you're judging yourself it's like i'm scared that someone's judging me for interrupting the conversation because i'm judging myself so i'm just assuming they're thinking the same thing if you just go oh shit i did that again oh well I'll try again next time and don't judge yourself for it it will never ever come into your mind that other people might be judging it for it judging you for it because you're not judging yourself for it the only reason you're ever scared your people are judging you or you've offended someone or whatever is because you've had that opinion of yourself and you're scared people are just thinking the same thing and that is straight facts with the outfits you wear with the choices you make with the way you speak with the job you have You're only scared that people are judging your outfit because you're judging your own outfit. If you loved your outfit and didn't think twice about it, you would never be scared that someone else was judging it because the thought isn't in your head to begin with. So just remember that when you're beating yourself up next time, that you're only scared that other people are thinking the same thing because you're having the thought to begin with. So nip the thought in the bud, go and get a fucking Sudoku and put that over analyzing thought into something else. Get a puzzle app on your phone, Impulse, the best app ever. And just, that literally sounds like an ad. Impulse, if you want to sponsor me, please do. I think that's what the app's called. I don't even know, actually. Um, And yeah, just put that overthinking into something else. Or just quickly put a song on. Quickly put a YouTube video on. Quickly focus your mind on something else so that you don't get into that deep, dark spiral. Because it really can be a deep, dark spiral. And be yourself be open be funny allow yourself to make mistakes you're human you have to allow yourself to do these things if your best friend said something that really offended you or you thought they took their sarcasm a bit too far you wouldn't sit there and ridicule them for four hours you might be like hey that wasn't cool or you might just brush it under the carpet because you you knew they didn't make it you, you knew they didn't mean it so treat yourself like someone you love and allow yourself to make these mistakes and allow yourself to just go maybe even text them if you really think it was that bad text them hope hope that sarcasm wasn't too far hope you didn't take offense to that sorry if you did sorry for cutting you off early. i'm really trying to work on that i just get so excited in conversations like just allow yourself to make these mistakes and allow yourself to be fucking human because you are and that is something i need to work on myself which is why that i think that sounded so passionate anyway um i guess we should do a journal prompt on something like that like how can you allow yourself to be more human what is it that you like beat yourself up over like is it the way you treat people is it your tone of voice. Mine is always that like I'm too loud and too annoying. And it's like just let yourself let yourself be loud and annoying. Who who gives a fuck? Some of my best friends are the loudest people in the room. Like how can you allow? How can you how can you just like allow yourself more forgiveness? How can you allow yourself to make more mistakes? How can you allow yourself to be more human? Because that's so important. Happy Sunday. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and I will see you next week. This episode, literally, I've had to start and stop like four times. There's been so many interruptions, but we got through it and we did it. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you next week with, I think, the ultimate breakup episode. Mwah! Goodbye. Megan. Sorry. This is what I mean. You literally couldn't have wrote that just as I finished the podcast. My dad yells, Megan, in his Irish accent.